This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You know, it's time for some things that cannot be explained. And the scripture says that the things of God uh, seem foolish to the natural man. Actually, a natural mind is that is an enemy, is at odds uh, with the things of God. And God simply said, "My ways are higher uh, than than man's ways." You know, and uh, I'll tell you what. Now, thank I thank God for the. Uh, the uh, worship team. Praise is part of it, but it's real worship. I, you know, and, and I know they work so uh, hard. They, they're extra oil, mm-hmm. extra mile people. And, uh, uh, and they serve the Lord, but they also serve us. I, you know, um, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm prophesying this because it's a time of not just it's a time of of not just uh, looking and listening, wishing and mm-hmm. or praying. Sometimes people get that mixed up, uh, the wishing and the praying. But it's really a time also where where of speaking, saying some things, and speaking a thing, yeah. declaring a thing. Have you felt that shift, Mama? Well, I tell you, I I rarely sense that and. You know, so I'm saying, I hear, I'm listening for the sound. Uh, you know, I, I, the Lord spoke a word in, uh, that I heard in this house, a prophetic word. need to listen carefully now, a prophetic word. It's a finger-pointing word. It's, it's a word that points to what God is doing. And if we can see what God is doing and we attend to what God is revealing, yes. Yes. we will be a people most blessed. Yes. And when you're the most blessed is when it's overflowing into the nations of the world. Yes. But I heard yes. this word. I hear that it, it was a special service. And usually, in, let me encourage you, in special services, uh, special things happen. You know, when, when God calls a meeting out of the ordinary, it's because he's, not, he's going to do extraordinary things. If you, if you don't understand these things or realize these things, you'll, you'll, you'll fall prey to what a lot of the people of God are now treating every day the same. Treating everything the same. See? And God is a God who is very distinct. In how he does things. And we need to be sensitive to that. But we heard that. Uh, it said I hear the uh, sound. Of miracles. Healings. Restorations. And divine prosperity. Say it with me if you will. Miracles. miracles healings. healings restorations, restorations. And divine prosperity. And divine prosperity. So. You know, I come to church looking and uh, listening for God. You might come looking or listening for Pastor Sandy and I to show up, or the worship team to show up, or your friends to show up, or, you know, something or someone to show up. But I'm come looking for God. Yes, yes. And listening for God to show up. And, and uh, you know, it, it, takes, uh, it, it takes everyone doing... All of this, everything, uh, bringing your faith, your expectancy, um, your hunger and thirst uh, to the house of God. Uh, God promises to meet us there. And I begin to, uh, I, I, I notice there was just a standout and an emphasis when the cymbals begin to crash and the, uh, the drums begin to boom. You know of communication uh, in the tribes of long ago where they talked to one another through yes. the drum beats, yes. amen. And boy, I started hearing God talking, amen. What was he saying? Boom, ba-ba-boom, ba-ba-bang, clash. <laughs> I don't know. I just heard the sound of it. It was just like it just stood out. Uh, 
And then, of course, you know, God got all up on top of the offering of the praise and worship uh, uh, team uh, on that last song. So there really wasn't any need to go any further. That was where God was. That was where God is. Amen. Did you sense that? Yes. Hallelujah. And, you know, there's a uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is a freedom. Uh, and a liberty that, you know, we all respond differently where that is concerned. But uh, aren't you glad when you can feel God's presence? Uh, uh, when God visits us in such a special way. So I wanted to set the context for today. I believe today might be wise to treat it separate. Not just another Sunday. It's the last Sunday in uh, June. Uh, I have such a... I'm not excited. Uh, I, you can get excited, but I'm not going to build my life on excitement. I, there's an expectancy. Mm-hmm. I think expectancy has a more substance. I like excitement, uh, but expectancy has has much more substance to us. There's something yes. deeper. There's something more. There's something greater. And David said this. He said, Lord, our expectancy is of you. How many of you expect to hear God today? And to see God. See what he's saying. But also, listen, I came to encounter God today. And I have encountered him already. Amen. Uh, You encounter his sound and his words, what he's yes. saying. But I'm yes. going to tell you what now. I'm going to experience his works. Yes. I'm not going away with less than what God wants me to have. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. You know, God is more than just a hamburger flipped through the window, ain't he? Yes. Now, now, if that's all that'll do, that'll do, right? But, you know, maybe God has a little more for you and I than just a drive-by blessing. <laughs> Amen. So thank you, worship team. Thank you, congregation. Thank you, all the people of God that are gathered. Praise looks good on you. It might look strange to the world, but it looks good on you. Amen. And when we get to heaven, surprise, surprise. My, my, my. Amen. Anyhow, uh, it's a good thing. Let's uh, get into the Word of God today. You ready? Okay, you want to go first, or is it still my turn? You want to take your turn back from me? (laughs) You're such a good lady. Amen. What a lovely lady you are. Now watch this, boys. This is more than brownie points. I mean it. Amen. Now you see that little smile right there? Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's good. Listen, that's how you 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 got to keep doing what you did to get her to keep her. And first of all, you need to decide this is the one I'm gonna keep. The vows up, down, all around. This is her. Amen. Well, what if she's the wrong one? Work hard at trying to find the right one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Begin to declare she's the right one. See, Jesus can change you. You let him work on you, he'll be working on her. And you know, she might be thinking the same thing. Oh, I'll tell you what, I have buyer's remorse here. I thought he was the one, you know. You understand what I'm saying? If she ain't going to say that, well, she might say it to you. Amen. But it's a good thing. Amen. I am rejoicing in the wife of my youth. Amen. I'm glad you put up with me for almost 47 years here. It's a good thing. You want to go the rest of the way, or are you there? You want out now? Okay. It's been too hard to get to this place. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, girl. Amen. And don't hide nothing. All right, Jeremiah twenty nine nineteen. The picture: a hammer and a rock. That would be the subtitle today: a hammer and a rock. Jeremiah twenty nine nineteen says this: "Isn't my message like fire?" God's decree, isn't it like a sledgehammer busting a rock? Now, this is a, uh, uh, an interesting uh, scripture. It, did, it, it, it really needs uh, some uh, looking into. There's a lot here uh, for us. First thing, you know, one translation says, isn't my word. This 
uh, the Message Bible says, isn't my message. You know, it's something to realize that God's Word is going to be a message to those who accept and value and treasure the Word of God for what it really is. It is God speaking to yes, me. Yes. It is God speaking to me. Say it with me. God's Word is God's message. God is speaking His Word through His Word a message to me. Now, that ought, to, that ought to clear the static out of your receiver. Sometimes you have to fine-tune the dial. In the day that we live in, uh, we've lost something in, uh, in our measure of the Word of God. God's Word is His message, and He will speak to me. If I'll get in that Word, out of that Word, and from that Word, and through that Word, God will give me uh, the message that is personal to me, that is going to be powerful for me. Now, if you miss this, you're going to miss the whole point. See, you're going to, you're going to be one of those kind of Christians that's saying, I just wish I knew what God wanted me to do. Well, you don't have to wish, honey. Yes. Amen? God's told us what to do here in his word. We just have to f- discover the details of it on a daily basis out of what God is speaking. If you want God to speak to you, if you want to hear God's voice, put yourself, your eyes in this book. Are you hearing? It's very simple. Why, why does it got to be so complicated? We come back to the Word of yes. God, back to the basics. You know, uh, we, we bought into this learning to read where the look-say method, where you try to memorize the Word. Go back to the basics of phonics, you know. Eh, eh, k, eh, t, cat. Sound it out. Learn the sound of it. Amen. Don't depend on, I took a look at the book and I thought I knew what it says. Let God sound it out, syllable by syllable. It's not that difficult, but you have to have a heart to do it. Amen. I'm not talking down to you, but I'm going to tell you something now. Somebody needs to talk up to you. Because the current is going the different way, even in Christianity. I'm not going negative. The world is negative. You're going the world's way. But the positive is, is that you're swimming upstream. But you know, you don't have to be powerful to float downstream, but you got to be a little more powerful to, yes. to power upstream. Amen? And for a Christian, you might need a little more power in your life. But the good news is, you are powerful. If you've yes. got the greater one living on the inside of you, the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost is your teacher, live-in tutor. I mean, the Father and the Son have moved in. All you've got to do is just have them for supper and breakfast and lunch. Amen. Realize what you do possess. It ain't what you don't got. It's who you do have. Can God put you over? Can God bring you through? Can God bring you into victory? Does God always cause you to triumph and lead you into victory? God will never lead you wrong. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah, but I got a problem with men. Well, you know, the devil wears people and so does God. So, you know, you could pick and choose your friends, can't you? Amen. All right. Uh, hang around the wise, you become wise. Hang around fools, you become fools. Let's, uh, like the foolish. Now here God says, it's like a sledgehammer. My word is like a sledgehammer. Interesting use of words there. You know, hammers are measured in weights. Four ounce tack hammer. Two pound hammer. Sixteen ounce 18 out, 20 ounce framing hammer. But God says here, sledgehammer. And there are varying weights of sledgehammers as well. Six, eight, 15 pound sledgehammers. The heavier the hammer, the more force and power it can deliver. You know, you may find yourself as I find myself, with the necessity, the requirement of a heavier hammer, let's bring it into context here, perhaps a weightier word. 
Maybe we don't need the fluff and duff of, you know, I'm okay, you're okay, we just pray, it'll all work out. You know, uh, you get born again, that's all there is. That's all you need. No, you need more than just being born again. You need to live this life. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. We need not just the infilling, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit coming upon our life. That we would be a witness for the Lord, of the Lord, of his greatness and his power. Uh, Overcoming by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony and by the surrender, the laying down of our lives uh, as Jesus did. Amen. Now. We may find ourselves needing a heavier hammer, a weightier word, because of the, of the rock. A rock represents resistance. It represents a hardness. It's not easily broken. You know, now there's a choice of perspective. There's a lot of things that the Bible talks about. Uses the term rock. Uh, uses uh, uh, it. Uh, one of them, the main one, one that I... I uh, personally like to take the perspective is that I do have a choice no matter what the rock is the biggest rock in my road I have a choice this is going to be a stumbling block or it's going to be a stepping stone yes. mm-hmm. there's a choice there and it's the perspective that I take because that's the position that God has put us in yes. see you are an overcomer that's how God sees you. That's how God made you. Yes. All right? We, we have what we need. We're a partaker of his divine nature. The rock may be too big for you, but it's not too big for God. But God will not do your part. That's right. Amen? And, and you can't do God's part. Have you ever tried to do God's part? I know I don't got to holler. I, I know that you're listening, but I pray that while you're listening that you're actually hearing yes. the message yes. that's in here. Now listen. Um, you know, our part is that you were created. You didn't come from the, you know, the ooze accidentally. You know, it's just, it takes more faith to believe that this whole thing was an accident than it does to believe that it's by divine design. All right, you know, uh, anyhow, I'm not, you know, just take it by faith. Well, see, I'm too intelligent to take it by faith, really. (laughs) Okay. Professing to be wise, don't become foolish, you know, in, in thinking that we're all smarter than God. Well, how can you say that? That's just your perspective. No, that's what the Bible says. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. See, the beginning uh, of everything and everyone, there was God, and God created. God created the heavens and the earth. This is still a word... This is still a world of words, and you need to understand that where the rock is concerned, the hammer comes into place. It is also a war. It is also a warfare of words. The most powerful things that we deal with is words. You were created in the image and likeness of God. What separates you as the highest? crowning jewel of God's creation he made you a speaking spirit he gave you the authority and the ability to choose words words of life words of death words of blessing words of cursing and that my friend is the ABC's the bottom line it all gets put together from there it doesn't matter if you say uh, you know C-A-T uh, is pronounced dog, it will never change. It's still a cat. 
5 plus 4 is 9. No matter how many times you can twist it around and say it's 12, it'll never be 12. It's just the way that it is. And you know, God is just the way that he is. He is. God is God. And he is the creator. And he created you wonderfully. We are fearfully and wondrously formed by God. And he, and he made you in his image and he gave you the authority in the earth. If you're born into this earth, no wonder the devil doesn't want you born into this earth. And he's in a hurry if you're here to get you off of this earth. Because all authority in the earth, are you listening, falls at the feet of man and rests on the crowning of man as a speaking spirit. Yes. Yes. Words matter. I said words matter. Now, the, uh, what is the biggest rock in the road that's blocking the progress in the process that God has you in? What is the process that God has us in? Growth. Growing up into the full stature of his son, Jesus. What does that mean? Is that you and I were, are our if you accept Jesus as your Savior and, and follow him as your Lord, let him lord your life, let him lead and guide your life, then uh, the, full, uh, the full inheritance of sonship, God treats you just like he treats Jesus. Unlimitedness in your potential and your po- possibility as an expression of your particular expression of who God is, what God does, all that God has. Now don't let, don't, don't let the world lessen that measure in your life because it labels you some kind of a religious freak. I'll admit, I am a Jesus freak. Amen? It freaked me out to find out that he forgave me, freaked me right out of my freaking sins. My freaking way to hell. Am I getting your attention now? Oh, pastor's gone to swearing. Yeah, maybe. I swear. You need to pay attention sometimes. Amen. (laughs) Don't let the world label you. Ah, that, you know. What do it matter? It matters a lot whether or not the Bible says all of creation who is under not God's uh, authority... As it's under your authority. See? You may say, God is in control. Not of everyone and everything. But I'll tell you, God's going to be in control of this boy. And that means God's going to be in control of how I think. God's going to be in control of how I speak. God's going to be in control of how I act. God, God has to get sometimes how I feel under control, but I'm going to be under control of God. And what I have control over, I'm going to declare your kingdom come, your rule be established, your rule and your reign, and your will be done. What you want, not what I want, but what you want. Not what the devil wants, but what you want. Not what they want, but what do you want, God? Is anybody out there listening? Is this helping anybody at all? Follow along and then Pastor Sandy will take it back away from me. You can jump in here anytime. Anytime you want. No sparks or lighting anything up to you. <laughs> I love you, Miss Sandy. I'll tell you what. Now, this girl right here, sometimes we have some conversations. Uh, and I'm so grateful for that. It's wonderful to share life with people of like precious faith my circle might be small seems small uh, to some folks but what do it matter if I know it's God's bullseye for me there's a lot of false measures out there the people will measure you and size you up but what do it matter if you know you're living in the circle because the bullseye is always smaller You know, Jesus went through all of that, didn't he? You know, remember in the great crowds and the multitudes, there are people that hate you. The haters are out there. The deniers are out there. The mockers, the scoffers, the ones that want to see you downfall. The ones that are just listening for your words to trap you with. But you know, in the end, 
you know, he went right back and started with those that he had in the beginning. Isn't that right? Just a small circle of the right people, but they were the right people for his life. You and I want the right people for our life, don't we? But what if I get the right people for my life, you get the right people for your life, you know, they get the right people for uh, their life. Pretty soon we've covered and filled the earth with the glory of God. Amen. Are you getting anything here today? All right. What is the biggest rock in the road blocking the progress in the process of your growth, your development? Jesus is interested in your growth and your development as a son and daughter of God. God's got a lot of servants, but the whole of creation is waiting for the manifestation, not of the servants, but of the sons. Oh, I pray that God just move us from the stage of our life where we learn to be servants, where we can actually be trusted as sons and daughters. That we start working for God. Oh, hear what I'm saying today. Hear what the Lord's saying to us. And we start working with God. Big difference there. Isn't it? And that's God's intent. That's his heart for us. What is the biggest rock in your road? Is it healing? Health? Wealth? Relationship? What is it, what is it that is the biggest hindrance, the unmovable and the unbreakable? I want to say something to this thing because the world will tell you it's hereditary. That's fine if you belong to the world, but you don't anymore. And if you still do, let's get that changed. Let's, let's belong to God. Let's then still be in the world, because he didn't pray that we'd be removed from the world, just kept from the evil that's in the world. Is sickness an evil? Have you ever been sick? How does that make you feel? Good? Better? Best? It's evil. Amen. Anything that's trying to take you down and take you out uh, before your time, you've been, the Bible says man can expect 120 years. So should we expect what God says we can expect from him? Should we expect that? Yeah, but I, you know, I mean, mom and them died at 43. Well, we love mom and them. I know they're, if they're saved, you're going to see them again, but you know, don't get there too early. Amen. Let, let's stay here and get our job done. Because them grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren need the wisdom and the anointing and the understanding and the blessing that you're going to bring on them. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't waste sometimes, you know, you, you have the right as a grandparent, uh, you know, uh, you don't have to use words. These little babies don't understand words, but pull them up tight and believe for a transfer of the anointing on their life. Believe for the blessing on their life. Amen. I mean, mark them for God. I mean, put a mark on them for God. Every time you get a chance, squeeze them, you know, till the oil that's on you comes out extra oil, gets out all over them. Hallelujah. They didn't know nothing about it, but you know. Isn't that right? Sometimes it takes a while. Emily Ruth, I love you, but the first time I ever hold you, held you, honey, something from, that God had put on me flowed into uh, you. And it took a little while, but I'm so proud of you, sweetie. Amen. 23 years old and on fire for God. has a <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. I'm grateful, Father, because you said our house us and our house, as for me and my house. And you know what? Every one of them, extended family, great children, 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 aunts, uncles, all of them, in the name of Jesus, will come into the kingdom of God, will experience the glory of God, will know the love of God, will accept the forgiveness of God, and walk in the will and the way of God. In Jesus' name. Why would you say that? Why would you say anything else? If what you say in declaring a thing will be heard by the Father and established for you, why would you say anything contrary to that? That the devil tries to get you to say, I'm sick and I'm going to die. Why? Because they said so. Who is they? Because Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John said, you shall live and not die. 
Ezekiel, Isaiah, and Jeremiah prophesied uh, that you will have the glory of the kingdom of God. If the, the days for my life is in this book. And if you know this book, what they say doesn't matter as much as what they say. Amen. Because they're only saying what God has said. All right. Uh, hit the hammer with, hit the rock, hit it, whatever it is, with the hammer. You hit it with that weightier word. The truth, God's truth. Now, there are varying measures of that. You understand that, don't you? There's some words that people say, thus saith the Lord, has a little more power in it, power force in it, life force in it, than some folks that, you know, the devil quotes the scripture now. Here's the difference. You have to create a crack. <laughs> no, and I'm not talking about those pictures on there where, you know, the fellow's bent over and his belly's so big that the back end creates a crack. <laughs> Amen. No, create a crack by hitting the rock with the hammer. Because here's the truth. There is a fault line in every design and device and argument of the devil. There is a fault line in it. You got to find the fault line. How you do that? You hit the rock with the hammer. There's a, the problem with the world's wisdom, it's faulty. The problem with the, uh, the devil. What is the fault line that's in the devil? There's no truth in him. There's no truth in him. If he gets a hold of truth, he twists it. If you know the truth, and the one who lives on the inside of you is the way, the truth, and the life, the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth. This Word is the truth. So if the Word is in you, whatever you look or see uh, or hear, you know, uh, any, uh, anything uh, other than the truth, you'll know if it's twisted truth, a half-truth, which is what? Is, is a half-truth the truth or is it just a lie? Amen. To keep from being deceived, what do you have to do? Know the difference. Are you hearing? That won't stand up. You, you know, we have people say, well, you know, I had a dream. Well, does it stand up to the scrutiny of the word of God? I had a dream. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's just like the old song says. No, it's like the Bible says if the old song is wrong if it don't say what the Bible says. It's like the preacher said, you know. Well, did the preacher preach the truth out of the word of God or did the preacher just say something? You are responsible to know the truth for yourself. My responsibility is to tell you the truth, just simply tell you the truth, you know. And God be the judge of what's right and what's wrong in our life. You know the difference for yourself. But I'll tell you, you know, I mean, come, uh, you know, come to the table with a love for the truth. Somehow that we've lost that first love of the truth. So we've lost the first work of looking for the truth in the word. I'll say that again. Jesus corrected a church. He said, you've lost your first love. What is that? The love for the truth. Because if you follow the truth out, there's God. And the truth is, we didn't love him first. He loved us. But when we try to love him in return, we must love him in spirit and in truth. Amen. All right, uh, that's about where all I, all I want to uh, go, except for so, one, one more thing is this. John says this. No, you're going to, oh, no, for real. Amen, I, you know, tap, tap, tap. Uh, <laughs> what's the answer? There's no truth in him. You can't just hit this thing one, one time. If it's a big rock, you need a way to your hammer. It might take a little while to go find that. Go hunt you one. Go hunt you some more truth for your own self. Persistence. Amen. Absolutely. Persistence. Well, John 8, this is a master key mm -hmm. for the kingdom of God. We read over it, you know, and, and different emphasis. But basically, Jesus said this. If you continue, and he was talking to religious people. 
who had settled for, and here's the dividing line, here's a master key to get you out of the prison uh, that you're in right now. Are you settling for knowing about God rather than demanding to know him? Demand of yourself to know God. Jesus said this, he said, if you continue in my word, all right, the word of the anointed one, his anointed word, what God is saying, see, uh, what God is doing in the person and through the person of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. He said, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth. You will know the truth. You are to know the truth. And he said, and that truth that you know from me, see, from Jesus, will set you free. And whom, and they answered back and said, well, we're not in bondage to anyone. The whole doggone time they're locked up in, in, in the deception of religion and, and couldn't see the Roman soldiers standing there controlling every aspect of life in Israel. We're in bondage to no one. You, can you see the, the faultiness of that statement? And Jesus said, well, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. See? You may claim a, a, a false freedom. And it really is, isn't it? Whoever we yield our members to, we become enslaved to that. If, we're, if we yield our members, spirit, soul, and body, if we yield ourselves to God, we become a love slave of the Lord Jesus Christ and find a true liberty by the Spirit of God. If we yield our members to sin, the father of that, see, you know, we become slaves to that. Amen? I tell you, a universal thing built in every heart is a hunger for true freedom. Well, Jesus gave it to us. Continue in my word. In a, in a time, maybe this is a proper emphasis, and then I am quiet, I promise. You don't believe me, but I'm going to, for real. Uh, in a time when it seems like that, you know, the world would stamp, and a lot of Christians would say, would, would, would put a discontinued sign on the church house door. Put a discontinued sign on the, the, the priority and the preeminence of the word of God in their own lives. Put a Put a discontinued signs on following passionately, pursuing passionately. It's the one thing in my life that, that is before every other thing and changes everything else. Isn't it interesting that the master key to that prison of discontinued, see, would be continue in my word. There's the key. Because the word... The truth, the sun, none of it can work if there's no continuance, if we don't continue. Amen. And staying persistent. You know, in First Chronicles 16, 11, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength and seek his presence continually. Not just once in a while, just not when, but continually uh, being persistent. I'm going to share something here real quick in the high Pastor Ron uh, come up, but the Lord had reminded me about something uh, actually several years ago in Kings three sixteen and 17. It said, and he said, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches, for thus saith the Lord, ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. And the reason I'm reading this is part of this is because we got to do something. We have to do our part, like Pastor said, you know, hitting that rock in your life, hitting that circumstance in your life with the Word of God. You got to do that. See, whatever it is, sickness, disease, poverty, you know, uh, relationships, you know, your relationship with God, suffering, not where it needs to be. The only way we move forward is when we hit it with the word of God. And we're the only ones that can hit it. Now, the armies were dying of thirst when they received the prophet's words. God instructed them through his prophet to do something 
first in the natural, uh-huh. dig a ditch. It's too late to dig a ditch after the rain has already come. So we have got to stop waiting for everything to be perfect. We got to stop thinking we know everything and quit trusting in our own choices and our own decisions and trust God. We got to get up and do something with what God has said. Pastor Ron will come now. God can do something with action. It's time for us to move forward in the things of God. You know, you're going to have to hit some stuff harder than you've ever hit it before. You know, like Pastor Bruce said, you know, we got to get in the Word more. You're going to have to dig a little deeper. You're going to have to stand a little stronger. And you're going to have to stand firm on His Word. Who are you listening to? Them? What they say or what God says? Who are you putting your trust in? A political party or a man? Are you putting your trust in God in kingdom business? I'll tell you, you better make your stand for the kingdom. Kingdom business. It's not about you being right. It's about what does God's word say? Does it line up with God's word and with truth? You know, we got to get up. Stop waiting. Think, well, when everything gets better, I'll go back to church. When everything gets perfect again, I'll, I'll serve God. Or when I'll do what he's asked me to do. No, you can't wait. Now's the time. Now. Whatever you're believing for in your life, hit it with the word of God. And keep hitting it until it breaks. Till you have breakthrough. The devil would like you to break down, give up, back up. But God is saying it's time to break through, move forward, and have victory. Why? Because there's people attached to your and my life. There's people that are watching what you do and what I do. There's people hoping for some hope, and you're their hope. There's people that are attached to you, and what you do and what you don't do does matter. Your choices do matter. Right or wrong, they matter. And they don't just affect us, they affect those that God attached to us. Amen. So let's just get up and do something in the thing of God. You know, it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know that God is more than enough? God is more than enough. God is well able. God is well able with everything that's going on and everything that's happening. God is well able if that's where you're putting your trust. Amen. We need to sing a hallelujah for that. Amen. That God is more than enough. Remind yourself of that. That every time the devil comes with you with that big rock and it looks impossible. Hit it. Hit it again. Get you a scripture. Get you some scriptures. In whatever area you're believing in. And hit it. And hit it. And hit it. Until you have breakthrough. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. You know, maybe you're watching today and you might even be saying, I don't even know this God in this way. I just happened to come across this by accident. But today can be your day of victory. Today, Today can be your day of turnaround and breakthrough. So maybe you'd like to come to know God for the first time, or maybe you've wandered off and the importance of church kind of got all muddled over the past couple of years and you kind of let it fall to the wayside. But let's pray today. Father, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my life. And be Lord over everything in my life. I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for dying on for the my cross. Sins. For my sins. I thank you for giving me eternal life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And I'll trust you today. I'll trust you today. Step by step. Step by step. Day by day. Day by day. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And for those of you that are maybe saying, you know, I've wandered off. Or I've kind of, God's been kind of put over here. 
my priorities have gotten all mixed up, you know. God's not been up here. God's been down here. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you right now that you can just say, Father, forgive me. Yes. And I ask you to help me to put you back first. Put you back as priority. And we thank you, Father, that even in their coming to you and asking you of this, Father, that there's already going to, even this day today, there's going to be a turnaround. They're going to see a change. They're going to see a thrusting forth in their lives because they chose today to get back on the right track, to get on the road of victory, to get on the road, God, your road, to get on your road of turnaround, to get on your road of back trusting you wholeheartedly, spiritually, physically, and financially, Father, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it right now. Father, a release of healing and wholeness God God even where people have felt like man I've messed up so bad but God said here I am I've just been waiting open arms healing to bodies and peace to mind right now bind up that spirit of division and strife Yes, peace over lives and over families and over this nation in the name of Jesus God that we'll cry out to you once again put you back center in our lives and i thank you god right now that there's just a peace being released over your people in this house and those that are watching and those that'll tune in later a peace that passes all understanding oh god you're more than enough more than enough more than enough in the name of jesus and we thank you for it father can i say one thing i i just sensed by the spirit of god to say this this test this test of trouble right now in your life personally uh, there are answers for the asking because it is and I just want to remind you it's an open book test there's no way you can fail if you just go look for the answers in this book see this test this trial of your faith you will win this fight of faith come out victorious and glorious if you'll look to the answer book God's given you the answer book say it's there for the asking the way through this to the other side victorious now you got to decide does God want you well does God want you to live long and strong Does God want you to be rich enough and a little more than enough? Does God want you blessed so you can be a blessing? See, if you answer yes and amen to those questions, then it's so simple. You have. If you don't have a copy, go get your copy. See? This is your covenant with God. This is the strongest agreement, the strongest contract. It's sealed in the blood of Jesus. And if you'll just access it, it's all yours. One word from God changed the world. One good report from God will negate all those negative reports. I declare miracles right now. I declare healings. I declare restorations to rightful positions and perspectives. The revealings of God. I declare right information. I declare knowing the difference and discernment coming into your people from knowing the truth of your word that will dispel and dispose of and dissipate every form and faction Lord, and fraction of the twisted truths in Jesus' name. I declare this people will walk in victory. This people will walk in health and healing. This people will move in miracles. This people will see their lives restored, years even restored, in the name of Jesus that have been previously devoured. In Jesus' name. Can God do that? Yes, He is going to begin. He is begun, really, a process of restorations in your life where he's going to rip out the rotten rip out that which cannot go forward with you rip out those faulty foundations rip out those uh, false measurements god's going to square things up for you god's going to build on a brand new foundation 
that where Jesus is the cornerstone and his truth is completely reliable for all the weight of God's glory that he wants to put on it today, this day. Thus, if you will, take it as this. Thus says the Lord, if it's God's word to you, grab a hold of it. Just simply take it by faith. Doesn't have to be a lot of fanfare or feeling where that's concerned. If we have those good, if not, just take it by take it by faith. Something is happening. God is up to healings, restorations, and divine prosperity. You ought to be saying that for yourself. You ought to be saying that over your family. Say, I'll tell you, I'm looking today and I'm expecting miracles from God. I'm expecting healings from God. I'm expecting restorations from God. I'm expecting divine prosperities from God. Spirit, soul, and body, vocationally, relationally, financially, in every area, blessed in all things, so that I can be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Till the next time. <laughs> Until next time. We pray there will be a next time for you and for I. You know, God was good enough to give us breath. He's kept us. We're being sustained living out of the open hand of God in these days. But God is up to something. What God started, God is developing. And God will finish. And you're going to like the end results, the, the faith outcomes of your trusting in God. You know, uh, the test is, will you trust God? Are you trusting God? Will you continue to trust God? Well, the answer should be yes. I am. Yes, I Yes, I do. Yes, I will. Now and always and ever. I trust you, Lord. Can we trust Him? Well, then our heart can be at rest because we're discovering day by day how very, very blessed uh, we are. If you gave your heart to the Lord today, welcome uh, to the family. If you're coming back to the Lord, welcome back to the Lord. Amen. Your place has always been at the table. God never has given up on anyone. He sure isn't going to start now. As long as there's breath in our body, there's still hope, isn't there? And we're thankful for that. Till the next time you remember this, God, God loves you. You're so loved by God. And we love you too. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.